This episode is brought to you by Signature Baking. Hey, Dan. Hey, Keith. Uh, do you like bread? I do. I like bread a whole lot. And I know just through our demographic breakdown that a lot of our listeners uh, are from Texas. Mm-hmm. So this is specifically for every listener in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Ooh. And like all the little uh, areas around. Like if you're anywhere near Dallas or Fort Worth, go to SignatureBaking.com. DFW adjacent. Right. Anything in there. So... <laughs> Signature Baking uh, and their sister store, Hearthstone Baking in Austin, uh, are my favorite commercial bakers. But yes. they are now, uh, not, now not in Austin, just in DFW, they're offering home delivery. So if you are going to the grocery store and you're not finding bread in the mm-hmm. DFW area. You want some, you, some of that good, good. The best bread on the planet. Now in Austin, I got the hooked up, so they gave me a couple loaves down here. Yeah. Uh, and I rebuilt some grilled cheeses from my past that <laughs> were the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. But if you're in the DFW and you are not finding bread at the grocery store, go to SignatureBaking.com. They will deliver fresh bread, just baked fresh bread to your mm. doorstep. And not only that, mm. they are helping the DFW industry by hiring out of work industry people to work as bread delivery people. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So all their partners and bread buyers, like when they have staff that are out of work, like this is a good company. They're friends of the show. Hell yeah. Uh, good, good friend of mine and Patreon supporter, Jeff D'Souza. Woo! Uh, it's his family's bakery. Uh, it, it's just great bread. Like uh, without bullshit. I know it's an ad read. I eat this bread. It's good bread. Let's get this bread. It's good ass bread. Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. It's episode 86. How are you? I'm good. I had a good week. Yeah. I had my first uh, interaction with a person that's not you in a while. Hey, I said uh, it's not, not a takeout. No, yeah, not this, it's like uh, I went to <laughs> that's my. All, that's all I've talked to. I went to my sister months. and brother-in-law's house <laughs> for a social distance hang. Yeah. Uh, and in the middle of having a conversation, my brother-in-law says to me, "Have you ever seen this movie from the '90s, Demolition Man?" <laughs> and I said, "Oh, I just talked Peter about Parker. that, <laughs> right? Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. Not only that, we just talk about this. I talk about this movie a lot." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you know, the mellow greetings, like how good it would be if people didn't shake hands now." Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. But then yeah, tells do, me like, to wave the hands in yeah, front of each other. Mellow thing. greetings. Yeah, yeah. Then proceeds to tell me he could not finish the film for how bad it was. <laughs> To which I said, "That's fucking that's, ridiculous." Yeah, because that movie's a treasure. Movies ever. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then I said that they're making a sequel, and he just had this glazed-over look, like no. And then I uh, imparted I more fancy Taco Bell scenes. Yeah, at Taco Bell, uh, <laughs> uh, and he like he got through most of it, like because yeah. every reference he got, uh, but. Then I so imparted. When, when did it lose him? I don't know, but I'll tell you, I did impart the wonders of Judge Dread, um, yeah. and so that's gotta be next. And then I realized, and I'm sure a million people have made this connection, and just I have not, that because it's like both Stallone and Rob Schneider, that it's like almost like two universes of the future that went vastly different ways. Yeah, it was like multiple Earths theory. Yeah, where it was so like, like the same yeah, thing. Demolition happened, but Man is <laughs> almost a, you know um, utopia with a dark yeah. underbelly, whereas uh, Judge Dredd is a dark <laughs> underbelly with like a slight utopia. <laughs> so bizarre. But anyway, uh, I wanted to impart that. It just felt good to not talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> you talked to your cousin Sundays, right? 
Uh, we uh, it was a bust. We wound up not doing it, but uh, uh but we, usually we, do. Yeah, we try to do a uh, a weekly-ish Zoom uh game night with all of my uh cousins and yeah. siblings. That feels good That's, not to talk know, to me, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I miss people, places, and things. <laughs> All right, only, let's hop. Only so much Hashi says. Oh, yeah. It's usually just a cough. Oh, fuck <laughs> that a dog. series of coughs. <laughs> All right, uh, emails. Email. We got another email from Walker, our, hey. our tried and true faithful follower. Yes. Uh, I edited this one down. The consistency of yep. this man. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank you, Walker. He says, uh, I can't believe there have been four Mad Max movies already. I'm aware of the Mel Gibson ones from the 80s, though I uh, didn't realize there were three of them. Fury yeah. Road was my first and probably last. <laughs> I liked Waterworld better. Uh, and, uh, so, he, so here's what I want. There's some breakdown here. And this is why I shortened his email so we could talk about this. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I really like Waterworld. I really <laughs> like Waterworld. It got... Slammed in the ass. What's that oh, word I learned yeah. last week? Panned. Uh, critically panned. <laughs> got critically panned. <laughs> but that movie is great, top to bottom. I, I could watch it over I and will over. Never forget the drinking your own pee filtration system. Sure, which we have today. <laughs> yeah. That was like future technology then. Yeah, uh, and also I uh, loved Fury Road. And also have not actually seen, I don't think, any of the Mel Gibson ones all the way I through. I have. They're least. fine. The, the problem is, uh, it's it's <laughs> weird to say I liked Waterworld better because Waterworld, although being a great fucking piece of Americana history, mm -hmm. uh, Fury Road is the most perfect movie ever created. Right. <laughs> it is so stunningly gorgeous and wonderful. Oh, yeah. That it's hard to, to even like, where Walker, where is your, <laughs> yeah. is your that's, needle that's here? Like watching a master craftsman make his masterpiece. Right. <laughs> like, it, it's like. It's so good. It's like saying that it's like, it's like going to a fine steakhouse <laughs> and being like, man, I really like Whataburger. <laughs> and like, which is true. True. Yeah. And I love Whataburger. <laughs> and there are some days where only Whataburger will do. Yeah. But you just had a fine steak, you dumb fuck. <laughs> but I love you. So there's that. Moving on. I think that Jonah I think that the Jonah Hill statistic is hilarious. Though I'm sure whoever did all these reports and analysis hasn't met Keith fucking Ruckus. Uh three percent swear rate, please hold my beer. That's true. I agree uh, with you on that one. Counted. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> this week on the Netflix DVD, <laughs> MASH, the movie, okay. and Disney's Robin Hood, both solid uh, choices. Oh, or the uh, animated Fox Robin Hood? Yeah, which or... they're making the live action version of. Nice. Uh, he says, did you know that MASH stands for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital? Not yes. once did I notice all the surgerying that was happening on screen while turning, <laughs> <laughs> turning the dial of my parents' television. That's funny. Also, it was clearly the logo... Is an acronym. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He says it was on the slate. So he's talking about the show now, not the movie, but I'm mm. guessing he watched the movie. Yeah. Uh, it says it, it was on the same time slot as TNG, so you can guess which one won. So mm. he was always turning it off his parents' TV to watch TNG. Now going back. Now the movie is very different from the TV show. Uh, mm. In fact, uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, someone, but I believe that the only actor or character that made it from the movie to the TV show was Radar. Oh, okay. And everyone else was either recast or a completely new character. Wow. Uh, and the movie is very dark, and the TV show is very sardonic. So Okay. Uh, the, the, the movie is like, you know, like the theme song, Suicide is Painless. Yeah. It's all, it's, you know, it's about the horrors of the Vietnam War. Yeah. And, like, they are. They're on this mobile hospital, and, like, 
not only like being drafted and having to deal with the horrors of war, but you don't even have the the uh, ability to, as a doctor to be like, this is my surgical area. You're getting moved all the time. Yeah. Now, a TV wasn't show. It, um, yeah, wasn't it the the concept was basically commentary on the Korean War set in the Vietnam War, so they could talk about it. That makes sense. Yeah. That's that will be on my pay grade. Yeah. I was I wasn't a huge mesh washer. I uh, definitely I was. watched a I bunch watched of episodes, but I watched every episode and yeah. I was obsessed. I'm like some some of them got real dark and some of them got really like crazy great and funny. Yeah. Um but I and there's one specific what like uh, episode where you find out that like that mash unit, the four oh seven seven, uh is like the best mash unit, like the smartest doctors and they're really great that they um they move their general out to go to other mashes because they think mm. it's the general that made it great. And the new guy is a dumb piece of shit. Oh, but this is like a Jericho situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jellico. Jellico. Jellico? Jellico cats? Cap- what was his name? Captain Jellico? Jellico. Jellico are the cats from Cats. Yeah. That was his name. Anyway, it's that situation. And like he's like, we're going to get up and we're going to move the hospital to the front line since we're the best one. And they're like, no, no, no. We're the best ones because we haven't moved in a while and we have like a rhythm and a routine. Mm. Anyway, I'm off topic. Uh, I love MASH. Uh, the movie is hard to watch because of mm. the topic, but not because of the, the performance because it's great. And the TV show is wonderful. Yeah. Also, uh, Disney's Robin Hood. Uh, why the fuck do we need a fucking remake of that? Special <laughs> live action one. Fuck you. We don't need it. <laughs> yeah, because it's public domain IP. Walker goes on to say, I haven't seen Disney's Robin Hood. You know, the one where they're all animals since I was six. My family was spending a summer with my grandparents and there was nothing to do but watch that movie. So it's become a symbol for boredom and I hate it, I think. <laughs> I don't remember anything about it except the whistle song. Anyway, we're going to go see if it dredges up any memories later this week. Uh, might I recommend just getting Disney Plus instead of paying for your DVD <laughs> account, Walker? Yeah. He says, Happy Memorial Day, which I feel like is a misnomer because you shouldn't be happy on Memorial Day. You should be pensive. Mm. Uh, yeah. Signed Walker. Yeah. Happy Yom Kippur. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Patreon update. Patreon. No new Patreons. Still got the four. Still got the four. <laughs> we haven't lost any. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say. Out of the thousands of you listening, which I'm sure is less because we're all listening to less podcasts now, <laughs> surely there is one of you with $5 of expendable income. That's all I'm asking this week. I am asking for one single person to join Patreon, and yeah. it could be you. Just one. Let's. We need five members for the five by five yeah Patreon. or 55 let's make it look clean you know yeah. <laughs> uh and so a friend of the show mason former co-host pointed out that uh you can like the the money is suggested like we suggest either five or 55 mm. uh but he's he's like well i'm gonna do six and i'm like well i don't think you can do that look you can choose any amount of money like oh. if you've got 10 bucks but he's pointed out that if someone does six dollars a month we'll be getting 69 dollars Per, <laughs> per month uh, And he's a child So that, that made sense I'll to take me it. So I'm asking one person out there in our fandom Please give us five bucks a month You don't have to do six. it forever Or six <laughs> But give us something um, Reviews? Reviews There's no new reviews yeah. However mm. I will say that our ratings have sh- We've had 162 ratings Which is a little Ooh. higher than last time So people are at the very least clicking that, uh, hey, that thanks, five stars guys. Yeah so here's what I'm going to say. Setting a good example. If you don't have five bucks to give us a month, go write us a goddamn review. You It'll sure take you 30 stars. seconds. Yeah, you got Oh, I like that. free. Oh, yeah. If you don't have five bucks, you sure as fuck has five stars. I like that. I'm going to make a t-shirt of that. Go give us five stars and just a Put sentence. Put on a shirt when we Put can afford it when we get some more patron members. Sure. Uh, write us a sentence. That's what we take. Okay, now we're into the actual news of the show. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, every week I've been saying this is our newest casualty. Our newest mm-hmm. casualty is John Stewart's Irresistible. Oh. John Stewart's Irresistible will no longer be coming out in theaters. Ooh. It will be on demand June 26th. God damn, all right, he's got enough money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it stars Steve Carell, Rose Byrne, Natasha Leone, Chris Cooper, and Topher Grace. Oh, god damn. Uh, this was going to be a big one. Yeah. Uh, it is about... Uh, Basically, he's in charge of the, the uh, Steve Carell's in charge of the Democratic National Committee, okay. and they're, they're they're having a hard time finding like one person to rally behind. And mm. some footage comes out of like a town hall where Chris <laughs> Cooper, who is we, an expert, weird how that concept is uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> repeats itself. Chris Cooper gets up, and um, yeah, if you don't know who Chris Cooper is, he's the the gay dad from American Beauty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets. <laughs> <laughs> Who is like the actual person that shot Lester Burnham, by the way. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, the gay dad, not the child rapist. Yeah. There you go. Sure. <laughs> so he gets up. He says, um, uh, you know, so, some, something that like it, the footage that goes viral. So Steve Carell is like, that's who we're going to make like our next like governor or something. Mm. So he goes and it's about like him in middle country with, where everyone's ignorant, trying to Word. help this guy be a democratic leader. Okay. But it was supposed to come out this week in theaters, and they decided it's going on demand June 26th instead, which yeah. is a bummer. You know, I was just uh, just had this huh. thought. Um, with all of the blockbusters being rescheduled and pushed back and condensed, basically, yeah. like usually you would get maybe three Marvel films a year. Now right. we're going to get like four or five. Mm-hmm. There's going to be less space for lower budget movies to come out. Because you're always going to be going up against some crazy blockbuster. Don't come out in summer. There's so much downtime yeah. in theaters. There's so there are like as someone who works at a movie theater or did, <laughs> I can tell you there yeah. are like these like wastelands of time mm. where people are clamoring for a movie. Yeah, and because the people but are putting the out the movies times. before, <laughs> because they think that oh, if I don't come out in summer, I don't come out in Christmas, I'm not going to make money back. They just don't do it, but that's totally false. I can tell you, mm. if they go in those weird mm. off months, some weird, some, find some holes where, to fill, <laughs> where like you're going against a Marvel movie that's been out for nine weeks, mm. that is the time to do it, especially something like this that would have had yeah. off the bat a cult following just from the Daily Show. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I uh, respectfully disagree. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want these films going on demand. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't want them to either. But I can. You I can see, see a future where they're getting pushed the, back. Yeah, at least for a couple of years. Uh, you know, maybe one or two uh, before the sort of scheduling sure. comes back to something natural. Um, but yeah, I, I can definitely see why business-wise somebody would make that decision. And I'm sure I'm budget movie. tainted because I'm in a liberal like metroplex. Yeah, yeah. But like I, for, like when movies like this come out, I see like a defined audience. Like, oh, these people would never go see Captain America, but they're gonna go see Irresistible. But yeah, probably yeah. in cities where they're not as educated and they're a little more middle of the country. Sorry, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling that they're yeah. It's probably like we're we're gonna go see whatever the big movie is now because. They're, they're, they yeah. Don't care. yeah. All right. Next piece of news: Scott Derrickson, uh-huh. uh, who was the co-writer and director of Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, yeah. has been tapped to direct Labyrinth Two. Yeah. And I will point out, it is not Pan's Labyrinth, not Pan's Labyrinth, like you thought. <laughs> Which I thought it was. You're like, did Del Toro oh, just no. give up? Yeah. Uh, Del but, Toro's not doing sequels anymore. But David Bowie, Jim Henson, <laughs> motherfucking Jennifer Connelly, uh, yeah. Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actual labyrinth. You remind me of the man, <laughs> of the babe. Of the babe. Um, that, uh, so it will be a direct sequel and not a reboot. Uh, okay. No word yet on if 
uh, we're going to see Jennifer Connelly back. Uh, pretty sure we're not going to see David Bowie back yeah. uh, because of a case of dead. Yep. Um, I he, mean, not that that stopped some movies before. Sure. Good point. <laughs> Derrickson is not writing it, but Maggie Levin is, who previously worked on Hulu's Into the Dark anthology series, mm. which doesn't give me a lot of hope that a friend of the show, Eric Cargill, will be writing because he's Derrickson's writing partner. Mm. Probably not because he's just directing this one. Give our friend a job. Yeah, so, we, so then I can bug him to give me a job. Put me in something. Did he fucked up Doctor Strange too? I wanted to be in that. Um, Disney Plus mm-hmm. uh, is shooting out shorts a whole bunch, like a whole bunch of short oh, films okay. lately. In fact, Word. they have a whole new um, series just called Spark Shorts. I don't know why they're called that, okay. but they are Pixar shorts. Word. And like the O of shorts is like the ball, oh, the Toy Story cute. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for the first time, they have a gay main character. Ooh. Yeah, so it's called Out. It okay. came out on the twenty second. It's about a young man named Greg who's struggling to coming out, uh, struggling coming out to his parents during a move, like they're moving their house. Okay, uh, and it is the the first ever and, and overarching Disney we've had a gaming character in anything. Yeah, uh, the Twitter backlash has been like, oh great, we get a short film. That's bullshit. But I think it's a good step forward. Yeah. More importantly, like the Twitter that's like, I'm boycotting Disney. That's yeah. the, those aren't Christian yeah. morals. Also, like they're not gonna debut a Pixar movie straight to the platform. Like, yeah, you sure. Know. <laughs> but anyway, I like seeing all the right wing nut jobs uh, super oh, yeah. angry that there is a single gay character in a single short film yeah, in the yeah, entirety yeah. of Disney because that, yeah. it's not Christian. So fuck you and fuck everything <laughs> yeah, exactly. you stand for. Go fuck yourself. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I want you to go to the uh, GOP convention. I want all of you to go <laughs> yeah, to it. Get masks. <laughs> go 50,000 deep into this convention and you can all fucking get it and die. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that totally makes sense because it wasn't um, uh, DreamWorks used to do a ton of those like shorts, shorts yeah. of their main IP and then they would just have it like on Netflix yeah where sure. you would find the you know the holiday special for Ice Age or How to Train Your Dragon or yeah. Trek or whatever they had like a bunch of these like short 5, 10, 15 minute side adventures that were just like straight to streaming yeah um, and I guess that's you know probably makes (laughs) business Uh, sense i made notes here that finding dory had a background lesbian couple onward Mm. had a lesbian character okay uh the one of the cops and onward oh right she kept saying she needed to get back to her wife yeah Uh, yeah. and endgame had the first openly gay uh character in a marvel movie which was the support group russo brother yeah uh, yeah, that's true. So we're on the right track. We're getting there, but now you know, now we have a main character, and uh, I've, you know, like people were on Twitter saying, "Well, Disney's going to lose a whole bunch of money." And my response is, <laughs> "It's Disney." Here's what I'm going to say: One, they already have it all, uh, and two, who the fuck do you think likes Disney musical musicals more than fucking gay people? Yeah, you dumb fucks. They're the ones making all that money. I went to Disney World. I know who's at Disney World. Yeah, it's half families. The other half ain't you, motherfuckers. So how about that? Go choke uh, on something. Oh, man. Go step on a Lego. Uh, Intolerant shits. All right, moving forward. I realize your, your church-going crowd was so into musical theater. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, they all uh, oh, they all Christ. went to certain type of conversion camps. So fuck you. Oh man. Uh, Spawn the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was the the new one that Todd McFarlane is like directly involved with. Yeah, he's and uh, writing and directing. Writing and directing. It's uh, coming out from Blumhouse with Jason yeah, yeah, yeah. Blum. Uh, it was announced in 2017, mm-hmm. and um, 
it, it kind of just it was announced and then kind of went away except for every once in a while we'd hear some random batshit crazy Todd McFarlane tweet or <laughs> Facebook yeah. post about how like I'm doing things my way and if you don't like it suck my yeah. dick he's uh, uh, apparently not one to hold back on things no and he hated the Spawn <laughs> movie that came out yeah like, he's ready to do it his way uh, Jason Blum says that um because uh, people like he did some podcast or some interview mm. about his like uh, we feel like they're we haven't heard much he said that there has been an enormous amount of activity on this movie lately and that there has been a a seismic event has happened yeah, yeah I saw this article yeah so he says no news that I'm gonna reveal here I'm sorry to tell you yeah. but the title spawn that I've been uttering the word I've been uttering it a lot <laughs> in the last two or three weeks we'll have more news to come my guess is some sort of casting yeah. Yeah, apparently there had been, like, a Todd McFarlane had, because he can't keep his mouth shut. Ever. Um, <laughs> had said, I, I mean, at least he can keep his mouth shut about the details he's not supposed to say, but he'll allude to things very openly. Sure. <laughs> so he, a while back he'd said that there was going to be uh, a big fish in casting that uh, he was he was really excited about. That makes me think it's Daddy Elfman. <laughs> <laughs> And it was going to be like huge news, or Jason Momoa, amazing, and that somebody had taken that in out of context, saying that he had lost Jamie Fox as the lead, mm-hmm. which wasn't true. Um, and then that mysterious big fish, I guess, either declined or you know fell through. It and should be Mahershala Ali because then he can be Spawn and Blade. Oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> um, but that he's uh he was like adamant that the big fish that he almost had there aren't many bigger fish out there but we reached out to maybe one of those bigger fish and if it happens uh, the news will break the internet <laughs> who do you think is the the biggest fish who's a black actor i mean i don't know at the moment well no because jamie fox is still the lead so it's oh, gonna be so a side character okay. and i don't know that much about um spawn lore to speculate i hope it's john leguizamo are. back as violator oh my god i would <laughs> love that I wouldn't would that be great love... with cgi that actually works oh yes that'd be fun that. that's yeah. your big fish yeah uh, i'm gonna start spawn lore i know is from the old movie i'm gonna start <laughs> referring to jason momoa as a big fish <laughs> yeah. The big fish, Jason Momoa. That's yeah. my thing. Okay, yeah, I was just trying to think like who are the biggest megastars right now. And, like, I don't know, The Rock. <laughs> like, Ugh, I don't want him involved. He seems to be doing so many things that him doing Spawn wouldn't really break the internet. No. You know. So, I, uh, but, in a uh, recent get, like Tom Cruise or something. Like... I don't want that. No, because he take it over. We don't want him involved. <laughs> yeah. Say what? In a recent interview, uh, almost every single main character of the movie Tenant. Mm. has said they have a hard time understanding the plot <laughs> which does not bode well for us at no point when every main also a lot of the main characters were not given the entire script yeah I feel like that's more of a thing nowadays anyway it's like you're I maybe mean, your lead actor him, yeah. gets it but yeah I mean there's all those stories about all of the uh, like Marvel movies where like you, you get can pages be, with your dialogue. You can even be like a name, like a you know one of the Avengers, and they'll just give you the pages with your dialogue and maybe not even who you're talking to. Like it's all or memorize these lines. You'll figure it out when we shoot sure. it. What it means. Uh, but uh, long story short, that does not bode well for the movie. Yeah, yeah, uh, especially for his kind of movies that are like. 
sci-fi think pieces. Yeah, uh, I, uh, the article I read it said like the our, our, um, the author was like I had to watch Inception a couple times. Yeah. Uh, this is probably Tenant's probably a movie you're gonna have to watch like twenty times to understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, more the um, more I'm importantly okay on the, the Tenant front, more thing yeah. that bothers me is the way in which they released the second trailer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they released it on nothing, the video game Fortnite. Nothing says highbrow cinema like releasing your now, trailer. And for in those a video that don't game, know, in a cartoony video game. <laughs> in Rise of Skywalker, the, you know the title call where it says Palpatine is back. The yeah. event that preceded that was in fucking Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite overnight one night, just like everything shut down and the sky went red, and there was like this broadcast of Palpatine's <laughs> voice talking about how the resistance is dead and I'm back and which is canon. Wow. And I'm like, who the fuck <laughs> gives a shit about the game Fortnite? First of all, every 14-year-old that I've ever encountered has said it's already over. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like Fortnite's a baby's toy. So like let's let's be generous and say 14 to 17-year-old kids are still playing this. Why the <laughs> fuck did a trailer for Tenant come out which is not that's not even close to the demographic that's gonna go see this fucking movie what executive at what company (laughs) is so upset it's some stupid six-year-old executives like oh my kid plays Fortnite. that's gotta be the fucking thing so let's put all our fucking trailers through that what the fuck dude I don't know. If like, you don't know what Fortnite is, by the way, it's a first-person shooter game you play uh, on the internet. Yeah. It's th- a video like game. It's a very cartoony version of a first-person shooter. It's like, oh, like Counter-Strike's like too hardcore for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you can, like, build, like, huts and walls and ramps and things. My like, God. Like, as part of your strategy. Yeah. Tenet, the, Chris, the follow-up to Dunkirk. <laughs> Here you go. 14-year-old kids that like to call each other the N-word on the internet. Here, why don't you get, why don't you get this first? I, I don't know how Fortnite has such cred, because they, they also had a playable uh, Thanos. Oh yeah, when, I saw like that, Infinity yeah. War and Endgame were were coming out. They had like a yeah. massive event that lasted a while. That like, if you I could don't kill get this the guy who had Thanos, you could pick up his glove and become Thanos. And oh, I don't like, get this at all. Yeah, I yeah, I don't know if if Fortnite's paying out money to be stay relevant or if companies think that they need to pay Fortnite for the advertising space like I want to know which way money is flowing in this because <laughs> I could believe either <laughs> you know yeah. I think it's some executives I, they're just like oh that's gotta be the trendy you gotta get the kids young get them into Christopher Nolan yeah. <laughs> fuck you alright let's do some Dan news hey it's time for Dan no, news no we're not doing vocal ones you gotta make a real one <laughs> Uh, I'll have time for it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so busy. Uh, so first thing, uh, Avatar time for two news. news. Yep. Sure. Uh, Avatar two. Timely. Which I I also thought was already in the can as well as three, but I guess they're, for real. Yeah, I guess they've been maybe doing like pickup shoots for them while they're starting three and four. I don't know exactly what their mm-hmm. their timeline is on stuff. But um, uh, one of the was the producer um, had Instagrammed a picture of a of like a filming set in New Zealand. James Cameron. Yep. Was it James Cameron? Yep, I sure thought was. it was somebody else. No, it was Cameron. Okay. Um, 
No, because he decides what goes out. Yeah, sure. that's true. Um, tweeted out a picture of uh, a set of two massive boats. Yeah, they're submarines. Yeah, one of them's called the uh, the Matador, which is a high speed forward command vessel. Okay. And the other one is called the uh, Picador, which I totally misread as Picarder. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's Picard. It's a jet boat. That's so actually what the second season of Picard is going to be called, Picarder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the one's Picard a boat, and one's Picarder. a sub. But one of them had this giant fucking harpoon on the front too, so they're yeah. they're hunting something big. Yeah, I think that's the jet boat. Got it. That's like a yeah much faster and more of a like a fighter hunter kind of vessel okay um but it makes sense that uh it uh, they said can't wait to get back to work uh next week yeah they're coming back this in australia in new zealand that's what i said uh and the reason they can do that uh-huh. is because new zealand had eliminated covid Oh, I want to fucking move from their entire country. Oh, um, they can just go outside whenever they want because their people wore masks for a month. Yeah, <laughs> um, God, we're stupid. Yeah, I looked up the uh, the numbers on uh, both mm-hmm. Google and the New York Times had the same Thorough, data for it. it. Journalism, um, and uh, their new cases of COVID um, have been lower than 10 a day. Most days being zero new cases. Fucking crazy. Since April 20th. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm sure. Je- I'm sure it's because the, the people just social distance and did what they were told for a little bit of time. And now life can get back to normal. Yeah. They had like 1100 confirmed cases and they had 1400 confirmed recoveries. So they had more recoveries than they had new cases reported. Crazy. Good for <laughs> and them, it's dude. effectively gone for at least a month. Son so, of a bitch. Yeah. Apparently James Cameron knows where to shoot shit. <laughs> right. And that uh, countries uh, may fare well better than others. I could have sworn we reported forever ago that they were done filming. Same. Like, yeah, I, I don't that understand. they were doing, like, pre-production or, I bet or you it's, uh, principal photography. It has to be reshoot. Like, I have to... They were done principal. Now they're doing the reshoots and they're yeah. going back. That it is, has to be. Yeah. And they said their um, post-production stuff has been largely unaffected. Um, both uh, Weta Digital and I forget what the other main effects company, uh, effects house that they're using, um, were able to do um, almost full, you know, full work from home. Well, that's um, good. Because it's all, you know, just take your work computer home with you. <laughs> you can do all the, you know, when I can get back to stuff. Disney World, I'm going to do that Pandora ride. I hear it's fucking amazing. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's your second piece of news? Oh, second piece of news is uh, a little bit of John Wick news. Yeah, that's why they call me John Thick. Hit me. Yep. <laughs> uh, follow us on Facebook. <laughs> John Thick. Keep going. Uh, so, John Wick 4. Yeah, ha- originally had the same release date as the Matrix Four, oh. which was going to be super fun to go be able to see two new Keanu Reeves movies. Sure, quite <laughs> basically the same character, both a number four sequel. Yeah, uh, on the same day, but one one budged, one budged. Was clearly. it John Wick that budged? It was smart. Yeah, <laughs> smart move. <laughs> Cult favorite John Wick, smart. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I'm sure he had nothing to do with the decision, but I don't think uh, Keanu Reeves want to piss off money, daddy, 
to do his, you know, side project. I don't think he would give a fuck either way. <laughs> yeah. I think Keanu Reeves is the most genuine, nicest human being on the planet. Yeah, he'd just be like, hey, hey, guys, just do whatever's right for everybody. Right, he'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you guys do, I'll go to whatever premiere you tell me to. Yeah. Hey, whatever, whatever gets you know. People Have you paid seen for the video these. release with him where he's doing the interview with the guy and he says he's Bill instead of Ted, and it's like, <laughs> it's like the ang- it's like people are posting this is the angriest Keanu will ever see him. <laughs> that uh, basically this interview was like, what is it like to play Bill again? And he just stops for a second, looks, he goes, I play Ted, <laughs> and then the interviewer just puts his head down, throws his paper, and walks away. And Keanu is like. That's what you do. That's the only thing. You've lost all credibility. That's the right thing to do. Just walk away in a very fatuous, fun tone. You can tell he's like slightly annoyed. (laughs) The angriest he gets. Oh, that's really funny. Yep. Um, Well, the, uh, uh, what was it? The writer and co-creator or creator of John Wick, uh, Derek Kolstad, uh-huh. Uh, recently did an interview with comicbook.com. Um, and in that interview, they asked him about um, how many more movies are there going to be? Because uh-huh. it was, wasn't really predetermined. Keanu basically said, like, yeah, we'll just kind of keep doing them as long as people are seeing them. Um, there's nothing set in stone. Uh, so uh, Derek was talking about uh, how honored he was that Keanu keeps coming back to the movies. Um, especially since he's done very few sequels, he's right? Done, like the Matrix sequels, now Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. That's, yeah, can't and it really... took you know twenty years. Yeah, he to wasn't do in Speed one. Two. He it was, was just uh, what's her face, Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he said uh, he found something very special in John Wick that is very important to him. That's both spoken and unspoken. I don't know how many more there will be, but I think the plan right now is at the very least four to five. So we'll get one or two more. Yeah. If you can look at chapter four and go, is it one long movie or do you take your time, let it breathe, be its own creature as four and five. So the next. I wonder if he's going to die in the end or just everybody else is. Right. (laughs) It's one of those two. (laughs) He's going to end up the sole survivor on Waterworld. Yeah. That's great. Perfect. And that's the sequel to Waterworld. Yeah. I, I would like to see the drawn out let it breathe because the world building is so interesting and cool and well, like living the TV show. in the the sets and the environments mm-hmm. and just the mystique of it all is is part of the interesting parts of those movies even though it's mostly action driven i wonder how involved in the sequels the tv show will end up being yeah i i did a a, a quick look to see if the the show was still heading continental, forward but i think the continental yeah um, but I couldn't find anything very quickly uh, right. right before we started recording. Right. So, in theory, the the show's still going to be a thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Keanu's involved with it at all or if it's just going to be the world of. Hmm. Here's an update to something. Mm. This was this was in the why the fuck did we need this file that it was out? Now it's back in. No, no. Scream 5 yeah. is not being directed by Wes Craven. Oh. I was I was very I I just assumed I never even looked into it. Yeah, uh, it is Matt Benatelli Open and Tyler Gillette okay. co-directing. Uh, I didn't even look up their filmography because I was pissed off. <laughs> but the thing that got me about this piece of news, and this is definitely why the fuck do we do this, as opposed to us thinking that Nev Campbell was having conversations with them because she wanted to get on board, mm. they originally were courting her, and still oh, are. Okay. She says in an interview. 
Uh, I'm not 100% on it, but to be honest, the two directors have made some great work. I've watched their films, and they're really talented. They wrote a letter to me expressing what great fans of Wes's work they are and how honored they are to be getting the chance to make Scream 5 because the Scream franchise is the reason they became directors now, which I'm sure is a fucking lie. Uh, (laughs) There is no way that's true. She goes on. (laughs) That's me saying that. She didn't say it's a fucking lie. I'm saying it's a fucking lie. Maybe they're huge campy horror fans. Uh, so that she goes on to say, so that was really sweet, and I really want to honor Wes's style uh, work and honor the movies. It was a lovely thing to, to hear, so we'll see. Hopefully, we can all see eye to eye on everything and make something great, but it's a process. So she's open mm. to the idea, but she's not necessarily sold. The only one that's 100% sold is uh, David Arquette. Word. I can't imagine what they would even do, because the whole thing was like a send-up of like slasher movies, mm-hmm. and you don't make popular slasher movies <laughs> isn't really a, I mean know. the Michael Myers films are back and you know Jamie Lee Curtis and they're apparently great yeah I guess I just I don't think we need Scream Scream to me isn't a classic yeah I'm sure if I was Maybe five Scream years one. younger yeah. it would be a classic alright uh, yeah, I don't know I, yeah, was I see it as sort of like the, the space balls of you know the horror genre yeah where it's like no, done, scary movies lovingly you know, I think that was written as a love letter. Scary movie is the Spaceballs. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it was scary when I was a kid, but n- not enough to like compare to Nightmare on Elm Street or something. Yeah. All right. Uh, last this week, I was looking for news to lighten the mood. I was scratching my head for a story. <laughs> what could possibly be a movie news except that we were fucking right? Yeah. And hours after we reported. Hours after we made this stupid fucking podcast, where like I'm like I bet they're gonna launch Snyder Cut on HBO Max. They said, "Yep, Snyder Cut is coming to HBO Max." So this is now such old news to everyone listening. (laughs) Kobe, I don't think we're supposed to say that. I don't know. Uh, uh, um, I saw uh, it recently on something, so I figured it was okay. Um, So. Yeah, uh, we're not going to bore everyone by just reiterating over and over that the Snyder Cut's coming to HBO Max because you know this because it's a week old news. Yep. What I will say is exactly that... Exactly a week old exactly news. Exactly one week old news, <laughs> give or take a couple hours. Uh, but we are getting the, the Zack Snyder Cut of the movie Justice League and that originally reported was going to cost $30 million to finish. Yes. That is not true. Oh. In a uh, interview on a podcast, the chairman of Warner Media, uh, Bob Greenblatt, and I found out that if you want to be the chairman of an entertainment company, your name must be Bob. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Bob Greenblatt, Bob, chair- Bob, Bob. Bob. Uh, the Bobs. Uh, what would you say you do here, Bob? Uh, he, the chairman says it is wildly expensive, which is, of course, a number I won't quote. I will just say that I wish it was thirty million dollars and stop there. <laughs> oh shit! So okay. Now, chairman of Warner Media, Bob Greenblatt, is also the person who was put in charge of HBO Max. So ultimately, it was his yes. Okay. Because yeah, 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 it sounds yeah. like he's like a little it, begrudging. It, it does make sense, but I wish we could have had something with this much momentum for less money. <laughs> my guess is that the $30 million quote is just for the CGI. That's my mm. guess. Oh, but, yeah, because I guess they have to even do more reshoots. They have incorrect. To... No. You're wrong. Oh. In fact, uh, the HBO Max and Warner Brothers specifically put out a release that says there will be Quote unquote, uh, yeah, quote unquote, no reshoots with the cast. Snyder must use everything that's uh, uh, already shot. He can do ADR and he can do CGI. ADR that I was thinking of. But they will not put anyone back in a costume. Snyder, 
mm-hmm. said that he wanted to do additional photography, but HBO Max said no, that is not happening under any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they looked at the already price tag and they were like, they said, it you will not go higher than mo- this. <laughs> money for post production, special effects, scoring, which I'm going to st- uh, talk about in a second. Oh, I hadn't considered And yeah, even ADR. Is one of the last things you do. But no reshoots of any kind of this movie, despite the fact that Snyder, before talking to HBO Max, went to all the different actors and asked if they would put the suits back on yeah, to which yeah. every single person agreed yeah. so I'm sure poor Ben Affleck is just jerking off with his bat suit oh man so there's that's that uh, oh. now we're gonna go back uh, now as of today Tuesday when we record the show will be up, up, uh, up tomorrow Wednesday when you're listening to it, but today is the three year anniversary of Zack Snyder walking away Oh, wow. Because of his tragedy. Yeah. They should have waited to say it's coming out today. That would have been way cooler to do it on the anniversary. Yeah. Um, but here's the other mm. things we know. Uh, there will not be a sequel to this movie, and it will not change the DCEU plan. This is kind of like a uh, okay. like this, a this side a, timeline. Yeah, yeah. So Because it's definitely going to have a different ending than whatever we didn't, you know, because I don't even fucking remember that movie. Uh, yeah. It's definitely yeah, going to have. lots of uh, gray monster Steppenwolf fighting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it will. This, this is it for this right. Snyder verse. They're, they're, they're pre calling it as a one and done. But here is a. Oh, uh, here's a big issue. Zack Snyder's version mm-hmm. was scored by Junkie XL, a disc jockey. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And when Whedon came on, he scrapped that shit and brought in Danny Elfman. Yeah. Which yeah. means the entire movie has to be rescored. Um. So yeah, because when they released the soundtrack, they they credited Junkie XL and Elfman, I believe. Because yeah. Elfman brought both. in the old Batman soundtrack, the old Superman soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. They brought in some nods, which it was a great part of the movie and probably the best part of that fucking yeah. movie. Although uh, I gotta give credit, I huh. think it was Junkie XL who came up with the uh, the the Wonder Woman theme, which is awesome. The electric cello thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. I don't mind losing Elfman. It's just that they have to rescore the entire film, which on yeah, yeah, yeah. which will not be cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snyder also responded to someone on Twitter while everyone was celebrating. Someone asked, uh, "Are we are we getting the trailer anytime soon?" And he said, "Working on it." So Word. presumably we'll get the trailer soon, also, despite the movie gotta, not being released till next year on HBO Max. You gotta hire an orchestra to all be in the same room and within six feet of each other. Sure, <laughs> theoretically. Yeah. Uh, unless, unless they do it all yeah, separately. Going yeah. back to the Junkie XL style, maybe you can do it more, you know, electronic. Yeah, which I the, doubt. Like orchestra samples. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that is, that's everything. That's all the news. Wow. That's a lot going on. Uh, the, just on a personal note, like, people did this as a grassroots campaign, and that's pretty yeah. cool. Enough people bought into this, bought into saying release the Snyder Cut, yeah. uh, that they finally said, you know what? fine you can have it stop fucking sending us yeah. twitters they, they and messages. a movie executive to maybe say oh say yes to like a hundred million dollar sure side project yeah <laughs> uh a- after you know losing a bunch of money on justice league which is great yeah so wow. I, I can't Im- i can't imagine this being just huge vindication for both uh ben affleck and henry cavill who both are reluctantly losing their capes yeah presumably yeah yeah. you know like 
uh, I'm sure it's their hopest of hopes that like this comes out and it's so good they're like fucking keep them. Yeah. I think Ben Affleck knows that with uh, Pattinson coming in, his days are fucking number. Yeah. Henry Cavill. Although, I mean, I was thinking about that the other day. It's, they could they could have the Batman the and be uh, separate like Joker is exactly because they they've said they want to do more standalone movies that aren't connected like sure. Joker. Um, and they could just say, oh, yeah, the, the Batman is separate universe, separate universe, maybe connect it to the Joker and have it be like an Elseworlds universe or a, sure. You know. Especially since it's a prequel. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe he'll be back. I would like to see him back. I really do like Batfleck. Yeah. He's one of the best things yeah, that came out I of all this. I imagine those, ca- those actors and actresses were all sold on the long term yeah, vision sure. of the of the Snyder. Yeah, but half of them verse. still are. <laughs> like, yeah, that's you know, true. Aquaman, well, Flash, and Wonder Woman movies could yeah. keep going. We don't know. Yeah, it's really that. I ain't gonna turn down a you know DC Warner Brothers paycheck. Yeah, uh, and I think <laughs> my, that the my last um, movie made a billion dollars. Pay me, <laughs> you know. Fuck you, pay me. Uh, I also uh, for like Henry Cavill has been like really tongue in cheek about like he wants to stay Superman. Yeah. He hopes he stays it. He's always doing funny things on his Instagram about it. So hopefully he stays it. Yeah. We'll see. That's all. Mm. He, but more importantly, it was grassroots. And that's fucking cool. It's cool that enough yeah. people said, this is what we want. Don't give us the corporate fed bullshit. We want this cut of this movie. And they finally said, just leave us alone and you can have it. Here's your, here's your <laughs> yeah. fucking blank check, you pieces of shit. Yeah. I love that. All right. That's all the news this week. Let's get that community movie. Speaking of grassroots and community things, yeah. give us $5. Go to patreon.com slash 5 by 5 the movies. I just need one person. There's thousands of you. One person be brave enough. Be the hero we need yeah. to say, I'll give you $5 a month. It's only, a, it's not weekly. It's not daily. It's yeah. once a month. month. Five bucks. <laughs> you're not buying, you're not out buying your cappuccinos. I know that. <laughs> right. So good. Uh, thank you, Dan Richardson, for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much to everyone listening. Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. So if you don't have five bucks, what do you have? Five stars. You got five stars, <laughs> and some of you were doing that, and I appreciate it. Keep giving us five stars. Go ahead, throw a sentence on there. Even if you just said, you know, like the one person said, "Fine, here, I left a review." Yeah, I like that. I, That's I, fine. I, I we'll take that, it. Actually, yeah. <laughs> email us at five by five film at gmail.com with any questions, concerns, or criticisms. Maybe we'll read your email out like we do walkers. Yep. Or find us on Facebook at five by five at the movies for some fire hot memes. Woo. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire five by five network. Oh, speaking of the five by five network, yeah. Uh, you should go follow them on Twitter because I hear the person uh, run their Twitter accounts pretty fucking rag. <laughs> yeah. That's what I hear. I, I hear good things. Yeah, I'm up to like four <laughs> notifications a day on that. Nice. Uh, we'll see you next. Next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Roll Roll credits. credits.